0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply Bank of America and a member FDSE
1: It's 3 past 11 here on SENZ Ricardo Ballin for Ian Smith a show brought to you by Brant, your local John Deere equipment supplier and uh, coming up this hour your chance to have a crack with Stumped at winning a $150 TAB bonus bet. We'll also have a look at um, all the World Cup games coming overnight and we'll cl- catch up with staff as well. In fact what we're going to do right now is we're going to talk uh, World Cup with uh, former all-white Fred De Jong. G'day, Fred. How are you? Yeah,
0: morning, mate. How's the first things?
1: Yeah, not too bad, mate. Are you getting as little sleep as I am? Sleep deprivation kicking
0: in? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed, mate. Up at, five, up at five this morning. So that was uh, flicking through the game. So it was, that was all good fun.
1: Yeah, and that's it's what I've been doing. games. 10 to 5, time to get the coffee on before yep. kickoff, and you're away. That's what it's all about. Yeah, mate, a couple of reasonable games. I thought the Croatians looked very good. Um, they, they've they yeah. been a dark horse for me for the tournament. But uh, we should probably start by talking about the darkest of dark horses in Morocco getting up over Belgium 2-0. And, mate, it sounds like there might be a little bit of a fracture in the old Belgian camp because uh, uh, Kevin De Bruyne, after the game, said, uh, you know, people have been saying we we're too old and, you know, maybe our best chance was four years ago. And and then our teammate Jan Vertonghen, who is old, he's about 35, 36, uh, <laughs> saying, oh, well, maybe our attack's too old. And having it, it sound like he was having a bit of a pop. So uh, things not going well for the Belgians.
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's always the same when the results uh, aren't flowing easily at the start of the tournament. Um, you know, people start popping off a little bit and you get these internal reactions. Well, I know uh, the Dutch have had that in, their, in the past. So it's a familiar sort of territory for, for some of the European teams. But, um, but that's obviously always on the back of results. And that uh, Morocco were outstanding today. They, were, they just took the game at Belgium, um, had a goal disallowed for offside off a, off a free kick from um, Hakam Ziyech. And he was brilliant. He was really good, the Chelsea, Chelsea forward, um, former Ajax player. Um, really just top top match for him and uh, Morocco were good for the win it wasn't like Belgium like like they just snuck a a win at the end you know 2-0 and they deserved it and and I think follows in the footsteps of a couple other big upsets you know the Saudi versus Argentina game the Japan versus Germany game and that's just adding a a, a lot of spice to this opening group stage of the World Cup
1: Yeah well I mean it doesn't get any easier for the Belgians Uh, they've got to play Croatia in the last game um, I, I think you, you just about say, with Canada now officially being out, that Morocco, um, barring a, an absolute disaster, should should get a win there. And they are through Morocco. It's, it's going to be one of Croatia or Belgium to join them. And you'd probably have to fancy the Croatians at the moment.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, I think, yeah, I think Morocco will, will, will go through. Um, I think Belgium, yeah, the, the Croatia were good today. You know, they went gold down after a minute against Canada, and Canada were just fizzing the ball around, were throwing players forward. John Herdman was yelling and screaming on the sideline, <laughs> as he does now. Um, and, you know, had their tails up and Croatia would just calm, just keep, keep the ball and slowly just ground them down, ground them down and eventually the goals just started flowing and by the end of it, you know, they were just running through them um, almost at will. And they got such a good midfield, Croatia. Just not you know, it's not like they're super flash dribblers or whatever, but they're just really good technicians with the ball. Luka Modric, they Bozen, not Bozen, um, and you know, and they and they are brilliant. They are really, I thought they were again outstanding today, and and fully deserve the win, and will go through.
1: Yeah, I mean that was the thing that they the way they played they they just passed their way through that Canadian midfield. Yeah. You know, I mean they they completely took the press out of the game by the way they play uh, by, through their passing game.
0: Yeah, and and you know Canada had no answer in the end, and so you know a the, the couple of um, tactical um, shifts up front to get um, was it um, Kramaric wide and and yeah and Croatia were away. And I thought yeah they 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 really I. Because Croatia, you, you see them, and of course they finalists last and four years ago, and um, you know so they had a couple of really good tournaments. But there always a team that is sort of there or there about. Uh, but today, I just thought they they were brilliant. They played played just the, the calm nature how they played was um, was really eye opening.
1: Yeah, no, I very they, very good, very yeah. impressive. Thought they played well. On the, on the flip side, um, you know, we saw Costa Rica bounce back after getting thumped seven nil by Spain. Uh, they got a win over Japan today, one uh, here's nil. A, here's a stat for you, Fred. I know you love a stat. Uh, Costa, <laughs> Costa Rica in ninety minutes had two touches in the Japanese penalty area and won one nil.
0: Are they the most boring team to ever go to a World Cup? It's just like you know, you've been spanked by by seven. So obviously, goal difference. Your goal difference is is a disaster, and you're gonna, you know, you have to come out and do something in the game. And they and they sit back as a five four one, and and as a massive low block. Japan have, you know, chance after chance, free kicks on the edge of the box, they're peppering the goal, and then they pop up and, and score a goal. And they go, oh, and the coach will go, yep, perfect tactical game. And you go, my god, you guys are boring. Yeah. And we saw that we saw that against the All Whites. And we're seeing it at the World Cup as well.
1: Well, there's a question for you, mate, because I, I asked a couple of people this after the Spain game. Would Danny Hayes or Whites have lost 7-0 to Spain?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so. I think, um, we would, I think we would have got well beaten, uh, but I don't think we, would, we wouldn't have conceded 7. Um, and, and, the thing in those, and, and we're seeing it in, in a lot of the games. When, when the big teams score early, they, they do well. Mm. They um, they go on with the job. Um, it's that first goal that just breaks the game open, and I think uh, you know I think New Zealand would have been able to hold the ball a little better than Costa Rica. Um, certainly would have given probably more effort right through to the end of the game, and that probably would have been enough. And and maybe Spain would have taken the foot off the pedal, but um, we've seen you know when, when New Zealand play these sorts of teams, France, Spain, you know the scores get up to four five five mil quite quite quickly. And, um, and, then know, if, if, if these big teams, if they needed to score double figures, they probably could just run out and do it. But in the end, they just, you know, ease off and manage their game and manage their injuries and their workload. because you've got to think this tournament, it's a compressed tournament anyway. Mm. You know, normally, we only have three games a night. This, this tournament, we're having four games a night, um, you know, because the whole thing's squeezed in. So teams, you're seeing a lot more rotation in, in teams because they have a, a day less rest than normal.
1: Well, I was going to say because that's the other thing is, I mean, I think the all, uh, the All Whites under Danny Hay would have probably given Spain more to think about defensively, so they probably wouldn't have committed the same amount of numbers forward. But conversely, um, now that we've had that discussion, could the All Whites have got a win against Spain? Uh, sorry, against Japan? Because I don't know that they would have. No,
0: I don't think so. I don't think so. I think um, too much pace, the Japanese and Japanese. I, th- I thought were quite good. You know, in the early stages of that game, they were just. Full. They're in real, really good energy, um, but couldn't find a way to score, and, and that's been the Achilles' heel of a lot of Japanese teams. Of they, they have a lot of possession, they have a lot of territory, um, they lack that one really, really. They lack a Lewandowski, uh, a Benzema, uh, you know, that, that sort of out and out scorer who's going to just slot the ball in, has a bit of height, a bit of presence about him. Uh, they don't have those, they don't develop those players, and and it shows in these sort of tight games. I
1: don't have that person who's going to crack the game open. Yeah, no, I I agree with you, and that's uh, that's a problem I think for a few club, a uh, few teams, at this yeah. uh, World Cup, mate. Um, we saw Spain v Germany. Uh, that was the late game. I I had Spain to win this to nil. Um, at the TAB, paying four fifty, mate. So you can imagine how how stoked I was to see Germany <laughs> equalise at eighty six minutes, whatever it was. Um, but I mean, the Germans are a team exactly like what you say. They 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 don't have a striker. No.
0: And, and Tino Verner injured, so even though he's not an you know, an amazing, amazing goal scorer. Um so they've gone for the big man. Fullkrug comes on and pops in the winner. Um the the, the equalising goal. But uh I I actually thought Germany deserved the the draw, deserved the point. I think they gave a lot to the game, especially in the second half. They pushed forward. Uh and yeah, now it creates a you know an interesting um Dynamic with, with within that group, you know, when they they have to score some goals against Costa Rica, um, so that'll be you know you'll see a German side that are actually going to go forward and try and, and spank in some goals to get their goal difference up, um, but um, yeah, re- reasonable sort of game. It's like a typical Europe, big, heavyweight European uh, World Cup group stage game where you know technically very good, tactically you know very good. Um, not as much excitement and energy as, as some of the other games, uh, but you know a, a good a good easy watch, which was um, and and for Germany, you know they needed a point and, and they managed to squeak at home.
1: Yeah. yeah, they they managed to get it home. I mean, this now plays out interestingly. Germany. As you mentioned, have Costa Rica. Japan play Spain. Um, there's every chance that uh, Japan can get a point off Spain, I think, uh, based off what, we, what we've seen from them. Um, Spain aren't, I don't think, are another team that, I know they scored seven against Costa Rica, but they were poor. They'd probably lack an out-and-out goal scorer as well. Oh. Morata's not quite there, I don't think. Yeah. Um, yeah. If that happens, no. the Germans are going out, and as a Dutch fan, I, I can only imagine that makes you happy.
0: <laughs> happy in one sense? <laughs> 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 it's always nice to see uh to see the big guns get through the recruit stage, but no, I I mean, you know, you can't you can't have such a big upset to lose against Japan and then uh, you know, you you gotta win your next two games to be sure of it. And they haven't done that journey, so yeah, they they would deserve to, to go home and yeah, it's uh you you lose something out of the tournament but in the in in another way it's nice to see some of the um the sort of lower team, lower ranked teams get through Um, we see that in other groups as well. It'd be nice to see Australia get through. I don't think they will, but it'd be nice to see Aussie get through. Definitely be great if Morocco get through. They're a good side. Um, but so yeah, you, not too many tears being shed into the on household for Germany.
1: No, I can imagine. Uh, well, on <laughs> on 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 your Dutch side, then um, a good win first up, and then a, a draw against Ecuador, who looked to be the second best team. I expect them to beat Senegal. You've got Qatar last, uh, who uh, look decidedly average. So you should get a win there. How far away do you think Memphis Depay is from seeing some game time?
0: Yeah, he, I mean they need Holland need the pie. Um They need you know he's come on. Uh, got an hour, I think. The last game, um, uh, they need they need him fit and scoring basically, because uh, he they're, they're a bit lightweight up front as well, like like many of the teams. Uh, and yeah, you know, the the Dutch are always the Dutch. They play well through through the middle of the park. They can bring the ball forward, uh, but can they put it in the net? That's the, that's a, it. Took them a long time to score against Senegal, and. Uh, obviously they didn't score against Ecuador. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, um, it's it's a sorry they drew one all didn't they? Yeah. Um, it's a it, yeah it's a, the Dutch team I think it lacks a bit of depth and it lacks a bit of firepower up front. So probably a, a Dutch side that'll go to the round of 16, um, come up against uh, the USA. Uh, I would think maybe get past them and then it's England. Probably most likely, and so uh, which are, you know it, 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 that's a toss-up match at that point. But um, yeah, the, the, the Dutch should be the Dutch. They they pass well, don't score
1: enough goals really. Mm. All right, mate. Uh, and before we let you go, let's have a quick look at tomorrow's games. Uh, we've got uh, tonight at 11 o'clock Cameroon versus Serbia. I like the Serbian team. They gave Brazil a lot of problems for a long time. I think they should have too much for Cameroon. What do you think?
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think um, I've got Serbia, Serbia squeaking through on that one, like one, one nil, two one, something like that. Um, so yeah, they, they were. I thought they were okay as well.
1: Yeah, uh, South Korea versus Ghana. Um, the Ghanaians gave uh, Portugal a bit of a fright. Uh, South Korea uh, had a nil all draw first up with Uruguay, and they they probably were lucky to get a point out of that one. Uh, you, you reckon Ghana could sneak something here?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think Ghana, the African team, could um, could get could get a win here. Probably the, the thing in this game, there'll be a lot of empty seats given mm. looking around the stadium. There's a lot of empty seats. I don't know where everyone is, but this will be a game where probably there's going to be a lot of those
1: um, I think in the stand. They've all stayed home where they can have a beer, mate. I think that's where they are. Um, <laughs> five o'clock tomorrow morning, Brazil plays Switzerland. Brazil going to be without Neymar. Um, I've said a couple of times today that I actually think Brazil might be harder to contain without Neymar just because you know that when he's playing, it, it's all going to go through him. If they play Richarlison at ten and Jesus at nine, and then have, you know, Rodrigo and Anthony or whoever playing on the wings, um, I, I think it's harder to read.
0: Yeah, I, I agree, and I think that it's when Neymar's not there, you get more energy. You know, he walks around and and waits for the ball to come to him, and then obviously does very little defending. And I think if um, and this is probably. Uh, um a trap that the Brazilians fall into. They think, oh, you know, you gotta play your big name and sometimes it's better just to play the um, sort of the lesser light, so to speak. Even though hey Jesus, man, that's that's a pretty good lesser light to bring on. Um, you know, and uh, and and you can get more out of out of that. There's more unpredictability about the way you can play. Um Ricardo's goal of the tournament so far, so he's in, in a bit of um, in a bit of good form and, and confidence. So yeah, I agree with you, mate. I think um, it'll be interesting to see them without Neymar, and they could be better.
1: Yep, yeah, I think they could be. It's going to be an interesting one. I think they'll have too much for Switzerland. You? Yep, yep, I
0: agree. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Brazil, you talk probably between Brazil, France, Spain probably the, the
1: most impressive teams at the at the tournament at the moment. Uh, and then that uh, leaves us with Portugal versus Uruguay. This was my game before the tournament that I thought if there was an option for game with the most cards, I'd be all over this one. But unfortunately, it wasn't yes, an option. Mate.
0: <laughs> kickfest, absolute kickfest This will be uh, this will be Argentina Mexico, exactly the same. It'll it will uh, there, there will not be much football played, I don't think.
1: No, uh, you, you, do you, I, I mean this could be a draw. I think maybe a one all something like that.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, low low scoring draw. Nil. It'll be nil or one all. I agree with you. I think uh, it'll be it'll be something like that, and and um, you'll see you'll probably see Ronaldo diving around the box a lot. Yeah, I would, I would think he's already got picked up one penalty for himself. Um, he might be trying to do a bit more of that.
1: Well, actually, that ties into a text we got here from Stephen. He said, uh, a few years ago, we wrote to FIFA about diving, and the reply we got said we have instructed referees to immediately issue a yellow card, and it was signed by Slep, Sepp Blatter. What happened to that? <laughs>
0: Took away and maybe in a paper bag somewhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Ken's asked us, uh, what chance do you give the Dutch or the Portuguese? Uh, I think probably for both of them,
0: uh, round quarter-finalists.
1: Quarter-finalists.
0: I'd say, and then yeah, quarter-finals and then Dutch. I, I think it'll be Holland-England. We could go to the semis because um, I think we could beat England unless they get a bit more positive on the on the whole thing. Um, they're just playing, I think they're just playing too defensively at the moment and just worrying about it too much. They got Every single one of their players plays in, in the Premier League and you are going. it's the quickest league going. So just play really fast. Just use all that pace and get Phil Foden on the pitch, man. Why why are you leaving him on the bench? you one of the best players in the world. You know, work out a system to get your best players on the pitch. So, um, and then Portugal, I think, will be the
1: same quarter-finalist, mate. Yeah. All right, good stuff, Fred. Thanks for your time today, mate. Go well and, uh, yeah, make sure you don't, don't forget to buy, buy more coffee while you're out today. <laughs>
0: Excellent,
1: mate. Cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers. Fred de Jong there with us, former All-White, talking the FIFA World Cup. We'll have some highlights from this morning's games next.